0: comes in, the stock price drops, you're not at a risk of losing more. So you're just cutting mm. up. On all. So you already know, all right, I mean, I lost where I knew I was going to lose. Um, so that's number one tip.
1: Welcome back to Young Smart Money with me, your host, Apple Kreider. Today, we're sitting down with David Kang, also known as Mr. Investor, also known as the extra investor. This dude goes by a lot of names online. But to talk about trading in the stock market, OK? David is somebody who, when he first got to college, he had a few thousand dollars in his bank account. Nothing huge, but he had this interest in his brain. Okay, He wanted to learn more about trading, and like he's going to talk about in this episode, he was actually able to go from literally just like barely even a thousand bucks in his bank account when he got to college to over six figures in his bank account when he graduated all through trading okay so this dude knows his stuff he was able to, to through some serious trials and tribulations come out of college in the four year span um bringing his his total bank account to over six figures which is something that not a lot of people are doing especially at that young age so um, whether you are already interested in trading or just want to learn more about the field in general, this episode is going to bring a lot of value to you because David talks about the stuff that not a lot of people talk about when it comes to trading. Okay, he dives very deep, very tactical, which is something that not a lot of people do, um, especially on a podcast. Okay, so in this episode. David's going to break down his exact strategies to, that have allowed him to really get to the place where he is at today. He also is um, super passionate about music as well, and he like tears it up on the violin. So he's also going to dive into that a little bit, um, but we're going to focus primarily on trading and the things that you need to learn in order to make yourself a more successful and consistent trader in the stock market or any market that you want to get in into. So without further ado, and and David's also, I mean, he's mentoring literally hundreds of people as well. So this dude has really made it and now he's helping other people get there as well. So he he really drops a lot of value in this podcast. I'm super stoked for him to to share his story and all this amazing trading information with you. So without further ado, we are going to welcome David Kang on to the podcast or wherever you are listening to Young Smart Money at right now. I want you guys to sit back, relax, plug in and enjoy this episode of Young Smart Money with David Kang. All right, David, welcome to Young Smart Money. How are you doing today?
0: Fantastic, man. Thank you.
1: That's what I love to hear. That's what I love to hear. So our listeners got to hear a little bit about you in the intro to this episode, but for those of them that aren't familiar with who you are and what you're doing right now, could you give us a quick like 60 to 90 second snapshot of where you're at right now?
0: Yeah, so I've been trading in the stock market for seven years, and I started day trading in the stock market back when I was in college in my freshman year. And ever since then, you know, I just started posting free ideas on stock twits like a Twitter for traders and investors and, and getting a lot of followers since then. And they started seeing results on their end of trading. And they said, you know what, why don't you start a trading chat room or some sort of educational program? And I'm like, you know what, I wasn't interested, but I just started anyways. And next thing you know, more people start following. And I started with three people and they just started to, you know, basically share Uh, how great is chat room and the results they've been getting so it's been growing since then and we have over 100 members
1: now so yeah how many over 500 members nice that's huge dude that's huge i'm super stoked to dive into that but first and, and the place that i like to start all of my shows is diving back in time to like your your middle school and high school years i'm always very curious because we do have a younger listener base on this show um. So talk to us about that time period for you. Were you somebody that was already getting interested in trading, entrepreneurship? Did you take school very seriously? Was it sports? Was it music? Like what, what were you doing at that time period?
0: Yeah. Uh, middle school, I was in New Mexico, Los Alamos, New Mexico. So I was born in South Korea. Okay. And I moved here with my family at the year 2000, first to Washington, D.C., and then we moved to Los Alamos, New Mexico. And that was my middle school days, and then pretty much – you know, growing up i mean new mexico was my best childhood memories because there was a lot of outdoor activities you know uh, a lot of skiing you know a lot of ice skating just uh you can just name everything you know what i mean so uh that was my good childhood memories and then uh you know i got into music fell in love with the violin and i just wanted to learn a violin ever since that was my passion i was a music guy for the longest time and i got to high school in atlanta and then I decided to go into track and field. I was a pretty fast runner. Yeah, I was a pretty 100%, uh, 100 100 uh, meter and 200 meter. But next thing you know, after like junior year, sophomore year, you know, um, I started competing with black guys. You know what I mean? am not trying to be racist here, but you know, black guys have a lot. They started becoming you know faster and faster. You know what I mean? So I'm like, man, I started hating losing. You know, not that I didn't want to give up, but I also found the pole vaulting interesting. So I started mm. getting pole vaulting and Man, dude, uh, I went to state for pole vaulting, and then I was still doing music, doing orchestras. Wow, still, still music, and I'm still like a you know really big guy in music, and was going to my dream school back then was Berkeley College of yep. Music. Uh, I wanted to get into like the rock and contemporary music scene, not in the old Juilliard classical scene. But so I got accepted. Um, somewhere in high school, both of my parents got injured. So, both of them, well, my dad had like a liver problem, and then my mom fresher, whole back, and so both of them went out of jobs, basically, right so all the money was going to medical bills, and next thing you know, you know i I have a younger brother, he's one year younger than me, but as as an older brother, you know, I felt like I had to make a lot of money you know to support my family. so back then, as a musician, I'm like, man, it's a struggle, you know as a musician lot, people always say like it's not easy, you know, yeah. Um, but anyways, I went there for about a few weeks actually. And then, um, I just figured out that, you know, getting out of college with a music degree just didn't make sense because if I want to be a performer, why do I need a music degree? Yeah. Either way, uh, long story short, I got accepted to this other college, Covenant College. And basically I got a full ride there. Wow. So I attended there and then, um, some met some two dudes that talk about stocks
1: And that's when I
0: decided like, you know what, what is this stock stuff? And they're like, yeah, this, They're telling me about the stock to this thing. I'm like, all right, cool. I just made this free account, follow this one dude. And I was really desperate because I was dead broke, man. You know, and I need to make money. I need to, you know, pay for my, you know, parents and also want to build for my future because I'm always worried about my future back earlier in my days. You know, even when I was in high school, because, you know, that's when both my parents started getting, you know, injured and and made me worry a lot about my music career because, you know, musician life is not easy even though i enjoy that i really do have passion for it but it's i also like you know gain experience in the music world i started to realize that i didn't feel the same the love for music because i was starting to rely to pay the bills mm. so that and the next thing you know stock thing comes in and then i had two thousand dollars that was all my money wow i'm just like all right i'm gonna go do this because I, I I need to make money, and so I put two thousand dollars following this one random dude on the stock, to which again I don't recommend anyone to do. Right, you don't just put your money into because some random dude has some followers, right? So I did, but I was really desperate, young and I back then. And next thing you know, I was up like three hundred dollars in thirty minutes. Cause I pulled my phone, I'm like holy crap, like you know two thousand dollars that's all I have. Like, what's going on? And then next thing you know, I'm up three hundred dollars. I sold it for three hundred dollars profit, and that's when I'm like, boom, wow, I have never ever. Made money without physically working, you know what I mean? And yeah. I'm, wow. and that's the moment. And I just literally got up and walked out of class. And everyone's like, "What the?" And I'm like, "Yeah, screw this class, because this class was talking about Navajo Indians. I wasn't gonna be sitting there for another hour listening about what the history of Navajo Indians did on, you know?" I'm like, no, no, "No." So I literally went to the library that day and just started to study my ass off about stocks. Start watching YouTube videos. And that was my freshman year, you know, grow, grew my $2,000 account to $12,000. And a sophomore year comes in, and $12,000 turned to $27,000. Junior year uh, comes to a, a start, kind of like the summertime. Um, I get my $27,000 down, actually, to like $8,000. And I, I'm like, wow. like That was like when I started to realize that like, maybe this isn't really something I should do, you know. But I was still up. So I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to give up. I'm not the good up type. Um, and junior year, this was in, um, during orchestra, I'm about to have my concert cause I'm a concert master. So I'm getting ready, waiting for the maestro to come up the stage. But I was really worried because I'm like, well, what happened to this stock? Cause there was a stock called KBSF KBSF was this, uh, company that, uh, the CEO, Marsha Grilli, he jacked up the drug price and the stock price soared. So before that happened, there was a lot of rumors going around and I'm like, wow, it was a stock, and they were saying that it's going to go up. I did some research. Charts looked great. This uh, is my research, and I bought in a lot of, like, pretty much all. I just kind of went in because I'm like, man, I need a big winner, you know, and then I, you know, I bought it, like, $3.27 a share, and then next thing you know, that stock went up, like, another, like, freaking 150% aftermarket closed. And I'm like, holy crap, my account. I just opened it up, and I was like, up like, 150%, and I was like, you know, or $50,000, you know, I'm like, holy crap. And the next thing you know, the next day I decided to uh, sell a little bit after hours, but then I held the majority of it because I'm like, I have to play this concert. And I held, and as soon as the morning opened on up and uh, I, well, when I woke, woke up, the stock price was up another 150%, and the stock was like $8 and then $10 and went to $12 a share. So my my shares that I held from $3.27 just went all the way up to, you know, crazy amount and I sold all of it uh, around 13 bucks and then it eventually went up to like 20 something bucks. It was crazy. Um, So that's when I basically, I I never told anybody this. I never told anyone as in like back then that I was doing stock trading. I mean kind of friends knew that I dabbled with it, but Mm -hmm. I was pretty serious about it. You know, Um, my grades were slipping, you know, because I didn't really care about school at that point because I was already, already making pretty good money. I already knew that this is what I wanted to do. Um, music was still my passion. I still had to do my duties as a musician, uh, as a you know, guy that got a scholarship for music. So I had to keep pursuing that. Um, and then I graduated and I ended up graduating six figures first time. You know, I made my six figures and that was like mind blowing. I'm like, wow. And, and then there's another story to that afterwards. But yeah, pretty much that's from middle school to the end of my college days.
1: That, that's wild, man. So when you had that like $2,000 to your name, and you really went all in with this one guy, what was why did you decide to do that? Was it all just like desperation? Was it just like, this is all that I have? And this is all that I can do? Or like, what made you think that like, stock trading was like the thing that you were going to like, put your last sort of resources into?
0: Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, the guys were talking about how they were up like a 1000 something dollars, you know? wow, that sounds like a pretty good thing. And I'm always down to learning new things. Mm-hmm. So that's When I got inspired uh, to hear about like, wow, there's a way to make money through online because you know, back then I had no idea how to make money online. So I gave it a try because again, I was desperate. Yes. I was still making money through like, you know, playing you know venues and you know, weddings and stuff like that. And it was, it was good money, but it's, it would a lot of work, especially when you're a student.
1: Yeah.
0: So um, uh, I think that's that made me just kind of like and I had, that's like a good feeling. I think everyone has in, in life, there's like a thing, like a gut feeling, man, I, I, I gotta do this. I wanna do this. And you just take the action and you know let it go and see what happens, you know, and that's what happened. And that was my first inspirational moment that made me, I wanna do this you
1: know, absolutely. So when you had that huge drop in your junior year of college, what was it that made you stick with trading and not just like move on to the next shiny object? Cause I know a lot of the listeners and a lot of people that hit me up say like, as soon as they come across like a loss or some kind of setback in their business, they're right. already like jumping ship and going to the next shiny object. So what made you stick with trading at that point when you, when you saw such a significant loss?
0: Uh, like I said, you know, I'm not the give up type, you know, so I, I'm very, very determined and um, dedicated when it comes to work, you know. So that's the same thing with violin. I stick to it because I knew that this is something that I love, and I was getting good at it. With trading, I was getting good at it, you know. So, so for some people that were like quitting or the guys that it's not fun, and it's not fun because when you lose, it's not fun. Yeah. And, uh, when you get good at something, that can become your passion. And So my passion which was my violin, I found another passion, which was trading. So it's really, you gotta ask yourself, how badly do you want it? And I really wanted this thing badly enough to where I was studying like a maniac. You know what I mean? Like as if this was the college of trading. Yeah. My grades were slipping. So all my time I was investing into reading trading and learning those, not the Navajo Indians or geometry (laughs) or whatever, (laughs) you know what I mean? stuff. I wasn't interested in that. You know what I mean? And a lot of people think trading has a lot of math involved. It's really not, you know, it's a lot of psychology, 90% of trading is psychology and 10% of technical analysis.
1: Huh? One thing that I want to ask you real quick before we hop into like the trading side of things is like, how, how were you able to balance those multiple passions, like be, between music and trading? Like, how were you thinking about your priorities, your time, your focus, and like splitting that between these two things that you were both very passionate about?
0: You know i think for my situation i like i was kind of forced to do music as in i love music right but yeah. back in college like i couldn't just drop music because that was where i got most of my scholarship to attend college right mm-hmm. so also my mindset wasn't like oh great i found the new next thing i'm just gonna drop out of college it was more like you know i i uh, made it this far i was already halfway there i might like, might as well finish you know college and so Um, I was still doing music. I mean, music's been passion for the longest time. I'm not going to just drop it out of nowhere, you know? Um, and I just knew back then, you know, like, obviously I didn't know exactly back then that this is exactly what I want to do for the rest of my life. Right. But I was like, you know what? I gave up deadline. I said, you know, what? let's see how it goes till I graduate my senior year. Mm -hmm. And by the time I graduated, I saw the results. I made six figures on my trading and I'm like, wow while everybody is coming out of college with debt, but let's say like 20, 40, 60 or hundred thousand or more, I'm out, don't have any debt. have made six figures in the stock market, you know, and I'm like, that's it, you know? And yeah, and so that's when I uh, decided to keep trading and then halfway there, you know, a lot of traders really just been contacting me like, hey, I was uh, going by Mr. Investor, that was my username. Hmm. And um, people are like, "Who's this Mr. Investor guy?" I didn't show my face. It was just this red symbol, uh, which now my logo is a red symbol with a hidden figure behind it. So nobody still doesn't know. You know, I mean, now they do. Now that I have Instagram and people, you know, shared my, you know, profile. I have nothing to hide. But you know, people now I know who i am but back then we were like man who's this guy they didn't know my age you know they're like some kid i i personally didn't want to share my identity personally because it, it was kind of fun because everyone's like who's this mysterious guy and i think the mysterious game kind of was good for my business what you know because people are like kind of curious and they're like this guy's good they keep joining they're telling other people so literally i didn't have to do any like google ads or i, I didn't know any of that you know i don't i'm not a techie guy you know i don't I had created this really terrible website through Wix. I, was, <laughs> oh, man, I just got to do something, you know? Uh, sorry guys, but uh, all they do is just pay me. And then they're in this discord chat room and everything's free. I uh, like, you know, me, like, you know, I don't have to pay anything besides them paying me and teaching them. And so I was really getting passionate. And the reason why that made me, because remember back when I said that I wasn't really interested in teaching, same yeah. thing. Comes to I'm a performer. I like my privacy. I don't, you know what I mean? But There was this guy that emailed me um, somewhere like almost coming up to my end of the four years of college. And it was this Mexican, uh, this guy from Mexico, and he emigrated with seven kids and his children. And he was telling me how all he was telling me all sorts of struggles they went through. And it was like an essay I was reading a long time. And next thing you know, at the end of it, I, I teared up. And I'm like, wow, because now he's able to put the food on the table. He's got a house now, and he's can to kick all the kids to school and all that to the point he was saying, thank you so much. for." I just thank God every day that I found you through this stock to its free platform, and now I have joined your team and making more. So I just want to say thank you and God bless you. Know, that, that was basically the gist of the whole email, and I'm like, that was a different feeling back then. I'm like, holy crap. I teared up, and then, well, I, I, I can't believe I'm actually helping people. I can help people literally and um, after you know listening to other people saying you should just open up I let me it's like take my money take my money and I'm like ah, I don't want, I'm not gonna take your money but I'm going to teach you what I know and that's what happened I teach these three guys and these three guys became really good at it and all word of mouth ever since then and then i found instagram through you know guys like i started traveling you know the whole thing about trading was you just take your laptop and travel you meet these guys I'm like, oh yo man i know about instagram you need to get in on it i'm like i don't really care but they're like yeah you can scale a little bit and that's when i got into instagram game a little bit so I'm, you know uh, my friends start helping me out with tips and how to grow your following and all this and yada yada, yada. they're like helping me manage you know how to like you know, become relationship online, and take it offline, you know, stuff like that. So I was learning over time. I wasn't an entrepreneur. I was just a musician, literally. And it's just crazy how doors will open. You know, all you gotta do is just stay consistent with what, you know, you find one thing, you know, become good at it, you know, find a niche. You know, don't just like give up because uh, one month, two months goes by until you don't see results. That's, and that's why I think people don't succeed because they keep, keep jumping off from one ship to another and like, yo, just stick to one thing and I, I give yourself a deadline. Like, don't just give yourself a one or two months. Like, literally, if you're gonna learn a new skill, a new career, you gotta give yourself like at least a year and give yourself that one year. And guess what? You got you got your, all your life. One year is not gonna you know ruin you if you let's say it doesn't go, or if you fail. You know what I mean? Failure is part of success. You have to learn from it. You know so.
1: Yeah, and there's so many people especially like the people that reach out to me like they just don't give things enough of a try Like everyone's bouncing around from eight different businesses They're trying to do Shopify and Amazon and trading and social media and all these different things at the same time And I'm like you wonder why none of them are working. It's because you're not giving any of them your full attention You're not really learning as much. as You need to learn about any of these things. So you're not gonna you're not gonna succeed anywhere Yeah, exactly So I want to dive into trading now. And one thing that you mentioned that I want to dive a little bit deeper into is the fact that you said it was um, 90% psychology and like 10% like tactical stuff. So can you elaborate on that a little bit by what you mean?
0: So the market is basically made up of, you know, fear and greed. You know, a lot of people think, oh, you know, the market's all about if you know how to read chart patterns and candlesticks. And those are part of it. Those are really just, honestly, those are really easy. Those are just 10%. If you just sit your ass down on the chair and study for 10 hours. You're going to get that down. You know, it's not, it's not hard. The hardest part is the, when I say the psychology, it's, it's, it's your mental makeup. So a lot of people have this cultural perspective of, you know, what hard work means. It, it doesn't apply exactly to training. I'm not going to get into so much detail of all that because that requires a lot more thinking. I'm not going to be able to fill in all that in here, but mm-hmm. the idea of it is that, you know, a lot of traders get emotional and there's a lot of emotions involved in the market. Like I said, fear and greed, was, those are emotions. And, and, and um, either you're going to be really greedy guy or a fearful guy or both. And you are just have to be really good at managing your emotions and managing your risks. So there's a lot of thinking involved. You got to think about the bigger picture. And I mean, you know I mean? Like there's just so much that goes on, you know, with psychology because you're thinking, wow, this side of the market you know let's say the bears and the bulls Right, the bulls are meaning that's you know markets tend to go on a longer uptrend good ways right there's like a downtrend you know that's not good and so you're thinking when who's actually who has more power right now like who's mm-hmm. winning, right and you're thinking all right so we're looking at the chart we're looking at the past chart history we've had where the stock had tumbled on down at this price so people are thinking let's say for example like all right, i need to sell before that area because that was a history where the stock price went down. But then, you know, so there's the side of people like, I'm gonna sell, I'm gonna sell, I'm gonna sell. And there's a side they're like, I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna buy. So it really does come down to, first of all, the educated versus an educated, too. You know what I mean? So it's a little bit of what that psychology, you know, a lot of thinking like, all right, who's who's uh, who's right, who's who's wrong? Uh, the market can and will do anything. You know, the market's all about probabilities. Just because you have a working, you know, chart pattern and they say there's nothing 100% guaranteed, right? Mm -hmm. So,
1: yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So how do you think about risk when you are opening and closing positions? Like, how are you thinking about, like, how much risk you're taking on and when you are taking on more or less risk?
0: So that's a good question everything that you do and listen man trading is very similar to the business world like you have to look at trading as a business you know this is a career right this is yeah. a new skill it's not going to be something that you just take on for a month this is like at least a year moving on for but you know the you have to trade the plan meaning you got first of all plan ahead of time before you buy a stock which a lot of people don't yeah Just like a lot of people don't plan their their lives ahead, which successful people that want to become are people that want to become successful, you need to plan. You know your short terms and your long term goals. Right, it's the same thing here. What are you What are you hoping to achieve when you get in at that price? What's your target sell? What's your exit price? What's your plan B? What's your plan C? You got to lay that all out before purchasing that stock, not buying a stock because your friend or your mommy and daddy told you to do so. No, you buy it because you, you did your due diligence, right? You studied what the stock is doing and you know where your target and your ex is going to be. So that's how you manage your risk. And also what you got to figure out how much you're looking to risk, right? For the reward. So your reward should never be, uh, sorry, your risk should never be higher than what, you know, you want and your reward. Uh, so you gotta be good at risk reward. And I mean, there are strategies to, you know, being good at that, but most traders don't want to go through any of that. So that's why every time they just jump in, they want to make money. They're not going to make money because they're constantly just chasing for the money. They're not looking at all these very important things that you need to look into, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure. So. What, what do you tell like beginning traders who are having a hard time um, getting over the hurdle of like cutting their losses when they do have a position that does not go the way they want it to? Like what are what are some of the things that, that you found that are that are helpful for these new traders who are, who are having a hard time with that?
0: Well, I mean, you know, there's multiple things I've heard. You know, there's some things that work. Like, for example, first of all, if you knew where you were going to cut off, you should have a stop loss. Right, and a stop loss is where you know you automatically get uh, stopped out, meaning all of your shares get sold when you've already placed um, an order. So that way, you're watching the stock price, and let's say the stock somehow just someone sells or something, and someone the fear comes in, and the stock price drops, you're not at a risk of losing more. So you're just cutting mm-hmm. off. So you already know, all right, I mean, I lost where I knew I was gonna lose. Um, So that's number one tip. The second thing is, you know, if you don't have a stop, right? And let's say you're just going to do like a mental stop, right? Mental stop is like, you don't physically have that manual stop loss. You're just kind of in your mind. all right, I'll just, I'll just sell when the stock price goes down around this much, but then most beginner traders have a hard time with that because they don't have a discipline, right? The discipline is you doing what you say you're going to do, but you don't right? your mental. Discipline is very weak in the beginning stages of a trader. So um, that's something, you know, like I said, the stop loss is always the very first thing you need to have and the plan for beginner traders. After of that, I mean, once you start developing your discipline over time and you prove in yourself that you are doing exactly what you say you're going to do, whether it's a loss or not, a win or not, right? You're going to become better and you're going to become more experienced and that's how you become a successful trader over time. You're not gonna see success in the beginning. You're gonna get eaten by the sharks. That's something you need to understand because you're getting into the market. You're competing basically against these guys that's already been in the market for several years. So it doesn't make sense that you're just gonna somehow become a genius. No, it doesn't doesn't work like that.
1: So do you recommend when someone's getting started they start with like a paper trading account?
0: Yes, I do. And a lot of people kind of like well but then I read some blogs, you know, saying that you know guys there's always gonna be these other you know, critics, I'm going to just tell you straight up, like, yes, you do trade on a paper trading account because that is where you don't want to risk your hard earned money. That's the best way for you to, you know, learn. But then the reason why people say they don't recommend on that is because you don't really feel it psychologically, right? Because you don't, you're not really going through the same motions because you're like back of your mind, you're thinking still like, Oh, this is, this is not my money. Not real, okay. Yeah. It's okay. like I'm just going to go like $30,000 and no, you're not going to, thirty thousand, and you should, not you know? So I think either you do paper trading and you're very good at thinking that this is your real money or go in small, start with small account, like just really small to the point where you're okay with, um, like I would say $500, like just dabble with it, you know? and then get a get a feel for it and then really think wow this $500 is like oh my god i got to be really be, be wise with it you know so
1: absolutely mm-hmm. so you've you've trained a lot of people you're you're somebody who's a mentor to a lot of different people now when you were getting started did you have any mentors or any people in this space i know you had a couple of friends who first introduced you to trading but did you have people whether it was through like the the forums that you were on Um, But people that you were looking up to and and really learning from?
0: Yeah, you know, that's a good question. You know, it's funny. I, there's no one personal mentor that I've had before. Literally, I learned everything online. So there's a lot of, you know, these called gurus, which I will never come out as a gurus. I'm not a stage, you know, they're just, you know, saying like, oh, I'm the, I'm a good trader here. There's a whole bunch of mentors, but I think, uh, no, I never had a personal mentor where I work with them one-on-one. It's really just, hey, this trader is well-known. This trader is well-known. That trader is well-known. So you just kind of learn their ways. You should never, ever copy one's methods ever completely. What, you, what I did was I would obviously hear rumors about, oh, this trader is good or, you know, this guy's kind of popular and then I look at it and see what it is that is so popular that makes this guy popular. Some are just really good at marketing. Mm. They was just terrible at trading, you know They're just trying to sell a course. you know so I can already tell like, quickly, okay, this guy's not really someone that you want to learn from or buy buy their stupid you know chart pattern package for two thousand dollars. you know that's full crap. Like you can just find all that on YouTube for free. Um, by the way, I am working on my own course. But that doesn't mean it's going to be BS because this course is, I've been working on it for over a year and it's going to be like containing every single details of like the reason why traders fail so much is because they don't start with the right habits. Mm. They just think they just, all they got to do is follow these chart patterns. Like everyone else is saying, follow this chart pattern. This is a U shaped pattern right here, guys. This is a head and shoulders pattern guys. You know, this is a cup and handle pattern guys. I mean, guys, think about it. If everyone is, Doing that, then everyone should be succeeding. But it's just not the case, right? So, you kind of have to figure out different ways to make money. And I, it's really again mastering the discipline and the mental makeup of, you know, your mind and about the perspective of the market. That's the only way you're going to become in the top ten percent, you know. Mm. So, you know, if anyone wants to learn how to trade, you first need to find the right community and the right mentor that can help you and encourage you, and they actually care about you, right? I keep hearing a lot of people that join my team, they, they've they been in, like, I'm not going to name where they came from. Sure. They come from they're like complaining out they didn't give a crap about him, you know, they didn't ever respond to any of their messages, they just left them out in the deep blue ocean, and they got, you know, you by the sharks,
1: you know, and they mm-hmm. just
0: got the money, that's it, you know,
1: so... So when you were out there learning all this information online, how were you sort of discerning like who to listen to, who to take your information from and who not to listen to? Cause there's a lot of different voices out there. And, and if, if listeners aren't careful, they could end up taking advice from the wrong people. So how were you thinking about who you were getting your information from and how you were like taking a little bit from everyone?
0: Um, so I think everyone has their, um, they kind of know like, Oh, this guy fits with me, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like personality. Everyone has their own personality characteristics. They're not going to like every single guy out there. Yeah. So first of all, obviously do your research, you know, there's always like Google, YouTube and basic gist. Um, But, you know, I think it's also nice if you ask them for like a free trial, you know, it's always, it doesn't hurt to ask if you have a free trial going on and actually get in there. And if they say no, don't just just, just bash at him thinking oh it's probably because he just wants free money you guys you can't just keep thinking like that some, some of them may be really good to the point where they want you to actually commit so that way you know you're you're serious about it not just some dude that's just like oh let me just test it out and because maybe they you know like for me like i would sometimes host free trials but now like i mean maybe i'll open that up again but there's a reason why because right now i've created a team of super traders i don't want some lousy trader that comes in and like, oh, I'll just like, you know, I just want to try. I mean, if you want to try, that's fine. You can give me money and uh, you can test it out. But what I really want is people, first of all, if you really want to learn this, be dedicated, be committed. Otherwise, you know, I've already taught so many people over the past two years now that I've seen enough. Like I've seen people, I know who's going to succeed the moment they join, the Mm -hmm. things, the kind of questions they ask, because Believe me, like I, I'm all about it. You guys need to reach out to me. I'm always saying that every single day. Like I'm on this freaking mic every single day. I'm like, guys, guys, listen. You know, if you guys got any questions, please, you know, reach out to me. You know, I want to help you guys. But then, and I, I tell them, and a lot of thing, a lot of times people don't listen. People don't listen. They don't take action. Uh, they're lazy. That's the thing. A lot of people. The difference between successful people and not successful people are people. You know, you put in the work or you don't. You know, it's mm-hmm. really simple as that. You have to put in, it's what you feed into your brain every day. Just like the food. Like if you eat garbage, right, it's going to show in the next five years. Your body's going to be garbage, right? It's the same thing. And, you know, if you take in, you know, good stuff every single day, it's going to show in the next five years. You know, you hang out with the right people, you know, it's going to show, you know, in the next five years. So it's the same same concept with trading, with anything.
1: So, For for our listeners, maybe like a 16, 17, year old who's just getting started in trading, how do you personally think about like setting goals for yourself? And whether that be in trading or just in your life in general, like how are you thinking about like five years out, um, where you want to be, or like even one year out? Like how what is your what is your goal setting process look like and and really like envisioning where you want to be?
0: Right. So you gotta always write down your plans. A lot of people, and you, you guys are going to hear this from all these other podcasts and stuff. And it's the truth. That's why they're saying it. It's literally the truth. I think a lot of people don't realize how powerful visualization is. And visualization is actually a skill. And it's something that everyone, if you want to achieve whatever it is, got to start doing every single day. And whether, I, you know, personally, I, what I do is I first wake up, open my eyes. I'm being grateful for another day. I have a roof over my head. Being grateful for about every little thing out there, and the second thing is, I close my eyes and just breathe in and out, and just think about the day, the, the day that I want to look like. I want to have a victorious day with my trading team. I want to just celebrate, you know, freaking every alert that we go in on and then make money on. And then I think about the long-term vision, like whatever it is. Like I want to have, you know, multiple, you know, buildings or whatever it may be that you want to be you, you're, you're imagining yourself being on stage and you're speaking in front of everyone your dream deserves at least one minute you know and most people just they don't they don't they don't take time to really really visualize what they want so the point is you have to do that and then you have to write down okay i'm if i'm gonna if i want to achieve being a millionaire by you know 23 let's say and you're you're you're, you're 20 years old you got three years, right? You got to give yourself that long. You you can't just say, I'm going to make a million dollars in five months. Yes. I mean, if, if you've already achieved a certain success level, that's possible. But if you're like completely new and you're, let's say I'm going to make $10 million by, by next year, that's kind of unrealistic. You got to be somewhat realistic yet. So have a short term goal and a long term goal and write those down and read those out loud every single day. You know what I mean? That's why a lot of people say, too, you know, like, if you want to get a Lamborghini, for example, like, this is good for the young listeners, right? Because young listeners always want that next car or that big house. That's just what it is. Um, Then, yo, just print that out and put it on the freaking walls. You think this is something that I've uh, not listened to? I mean, not that I – personally, for me, like, I'm not much of a, uh, like, a car guy or anything like that. But, you know, I know a lot of people are. So, like – not that I don't like cars. I love cars, but like, I'm not like, a huge, like freak. Like everyone I hear is like, man, dude, I, I just always dream about that Lamborghini. Like every single like video you hear is like that. And then I'm like, okay, well that's great, but it may not be for everybody, but most majority, you know, just do that. It's exactly what they're not bullshitting. It's it's the truth. It's the power of mental, right? It's, it's visualization and mental is so powerful. You know, you're, you're, you got to picture that you got to imagine that.
1: Absolutely. But the, how do you, how would a listener go about like putting action behind that? Cause obviously like you have to have that patience, you have to have that goal, but then you also have to add action into the equation. So for a listener who, who hasn't started taking action yet, what would you tell that person? That's just, they're, they're consuming a lot of content, but they're not taking any action.
0: If you're not taking any action, that means that you don't want it that badly. In my personal opinion, you really don't. Cause if you really wanted that badly, you're going to be intense as heck. You know, you're going to be intense and you're going to go after it. And you have to be intense every single day, guys. You know, and that's something I'm, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, yes, there's always going to be some days where you're like, I mean, I don't feel like doing it, but you still got to do it because otherwise, you know, hey, that's part of discipline. Like you, you discipline is you saying that you're going to do this and you're committed to do this day by day by day. Right. And you skipping out on that day or workout, whatever it may be, then guess what? You're just you're, you're 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 becoming. Uh, you're slowing down, so you can't get you can't slow down that momentum. So once you let's say for example, you guys watch like these motivational videos, right? And you get fired up. I'm like, man, I, I gotta do that. And you get fired up for about a week, and that, that juice drains, and you just get back to your old couch and you watch Netflix again, right? That that's that's the majority. So if you know that that's not. You have to go beyond that to really success, succeed. You you guys already know what to do. People already have the key. But people don't do it because they don't want to put in the work. So what I suggest you to do today, if you really want to start succeeding, whether it's in the stock market or whatever it is, like personal personally, I think this phone right here, phone is one of the worst things that gets you distracted. Uh, mm. Everyone, even like little middle school kids and elementary school kids have phones now. Biggest distraction of your life, put it on silent, right? I actually forgot to put it on silent before we got on, but put it on silent and turn your phone down, upside down. Don't even let that blink up so that you don't see it. So if you say that you're going to put in four hours of studying in the stock market trading, then you do that right now from, you know, six o'clock, seven, eight, nine, you know, whatever, you know, 10 o'clock. You do it then, and then you've got to go to sleep at 11. you got to wake up at 6 a.m. you are got to work out for 30 minutes you know you're going to read 10 pages a day that's how it is that's con- it's called con- consistency you know what i mean the discipline and the consistency right and and grit you got to have grit and listen you know not success is not for everybody you know it isn't if you and guess what it's okay honestly it's okay not everyone has to be successful i know some people just want to be mediocre and that's okay if you want to be mediocre Then just do the minimum work and do the nine to five and work for somebody. I mean, we need people like you. Not everyone's meant to be leaders, right? But I know a lot of listeners that are tuning into these podcasts are not mediocres, right? You guys want to become bigger and better and great, not just good or mediocre, not just average. So you're going to have to put in the work, right? Push it. Push yourself. Put it in every single day. Don't miss out. You know, Mm -hmm. and it's going to pay off. It's going to pay off. I promise you.
1: So so let's go actionable real quick for our listeners that want to they they want to get like fired up they're like getting fired up about trading like what are what are some good first steps for a listener who is like they're listening to you they're like man like I want to get started I want to learn more about trading like what are some of like the 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 mindsets they should be developing or the steps they should be taking or like what are some of the processes they should be going down if they want to like get into this but they have no prior experience
0: i'm never gonna sell anyone bullshit right trading is the hardest easy money you will make so trading isn't something like you, you guys see some of these guys bullshit marketers like oh they're just like behind their desk and feet up and like hey just made like ten dollars a day you know join my team i'm like You guys are going to be like, what the heck? And you guys are going to almost buy into it because it's so easy. Look, you know, it's not easy, right? It's just like anything else. So I think the mindset is important. First of all, when you want to learn trading, you just know that it's going to take time. It's going to take the hard work, right? It's not just like finding, oh, I guess uh, I'm just going to buy into your program and and I'm just going to be successful. Everyone can buy into a program, right? But it's all about, can you actually... I bet you like 90% of people that buy, not, not 90%, I don't know the percentage, but it's probably high that people buy into these programs and they don't even finish the program. They just like do it for like a chapter or, you know, two modules and they're like, oh, I'll do it later, I'll do it later. And there you go. You blew your $2,000 and you're still stuck at day one, right? So first, know you, you got to change your mental mindset, okay? You go in saying, okay, uh, I want to learn this, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to be committed To learn how to do this for the next six months let's say so in the next six months if I want to learn this first of all I need a little bit of capital when it comes to stock market right or maybe you don't you're not at that desperate moment to make money right away because listen the more you learn the more you earn right you've heard that before so if you know that, then you need to constantly feed your brains and your knowledge of all right. Get the basics, guys. There's always like easy basics on YouTube, right? You can search up how to day trade. You can figure out okay. So you gotta start learning. This is what the stock market's like. This is what day trading is. Um, you know, just learn how to learn some few chart patterns. Know how to what kind of brokerage you you get. You know, in and fund. Those are basics. You should do a little bit of due diligence and then um, find somebody. I I encourage you, whether that's me, find me, or if you guys want, you know, to contact me, I can help you guys find incredible people that are good. Um, But personally for me, you know, obviously, you know, I think I do a good job. I mean, so far, based on all the results that, you know, um, I've been producing for other guys and for myself, you know, join the team because we really care about you. You need to find somebody that really actually cares for your success. Especially if you're paying for something, right? It's not just buying into a program. I don't really have a program right now. It's not like you buy it and you get my DVD or a video, right? You're getting in. You're getting on my live trade every day. You're listening in on my live training calls every single day through, you know, 9.30, 9.15 a.m. Till freaking market closing. I'm here every day. I'm hustling. I'm making sure that everyone's learning something.
1: All right, David, I've got some questions that I'd like to ask all of my guests before we wrap up the show. Are you feeling ready for those?
0: yeah sure go ahead man
1: awesome so the first question that i have for you is what is something that genuinely has you excited right now this could be something in your business in the world of trading but like what's something that genuinely has you fired up
0: you know i've been networking with a lot of um individuals and that's nice because you know i always used to be that guy that like i'm like i said i'm a very private guy but once you start going out you start meeting people you know you just kind of like start collaborating we talk about you know future events um, so you know I'm not gonna name it all but you know a few things like you know um, well I'm just gonna say just there's like collaborative future events that's gonna um, that I'm excited about so that, that that's that's what I'm one but mainly right now what I'm excited about is this course This course that I've been working on for over a year is everything that I've been learning since day one in freshman year, to all the mistakes, to everything that I know that you guys are going to need to start right away. It's not going to be, oh, guys, you know, look at the chart patterns here. You need to know that. Yes, I'm going to talk about that too, but it's more about, like, your mind. Like, the mind is so powerful. The psychology, uh, the perspective, there's, like, very small things. Uh, There's a lot of, like, details that you guys need to – start working on to become the top traders right so because the truth is there's a lot of people that lose in the stock market because mm-hmm. they're they're not doing it properly they're not so um yeah that's what i uh what i'm excited about the course and just networking events and um uh,
1: yeah I love it. I love it. And I think a lot of people think like the mindset stuff is all like fluff and mumbo jumbo. But like, the thing is, like, if you have a solid head on your shoulders, like that's literally just a coefficient to everything you do. Like, that's just a multiplier on everything you do. that just makes you umpteen times more successful when you actually can can clearly understand what's going on around you, what other people are thinking, and being able to move through life. With that knowledge, it's it's just it's so valuable, and, and people just yeah. take it for granted all the time. And I'm just like, man, what are you doing? Yeah.
0: Another thing, though, I want to say is yeah. that please, I, everyone, I want everyone to stop ever saying like, I can never be like that, never like a killer. Then you'll yeah. never achieve anything that it is that you want. You know, like I had this one the, one girl there uh, yesterday just saying, man, like I can never enjoy things. I'm like. Are you kidding me? Yes, there are plenty of things that you can enjoy, and yet you're just constantly thinking about the negativity things, right? Mm. Probably with, with me or something. Stop comparing with other people. You know, competing is for losers. Dominate, right? Dominate in your field and just focus yourself and stay in your lane. And I'm telling you, folks, and that's that's how you're going to blow up. Give it right. time. You yes. Lane, you know?
1: There yeah. we go. Focus on you. That's That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing. Uh, David, do you have any habits that have served you particularly well? These could be in your business in trading, but just things you do on a regular basis to help you get to that next level.
0: Uh, you know, I think personally winning attitude is the biggest thing for me. Hmm. Uh, I, and I, I keep saying the mindset, but it really is like the <laughs> attitude to your mind. You know, a lot of people I think have emotional problems. You know, people, especially these days, uh, they, they look at other people's Instagram, they're probably sitting on their couch and they're like, man, this guy, you know, he's probably in this jet or in this Lamborghini, have God knows if it's rent or not. The point is, you know, you're constantly thinking, man, you know, I, I want to be like that. But then you're just sitting there, you're wasting time looking at their crap while they're, you know, making money. So the point is have winning attitude. to stop comparing with other people. Tell yourself every day. It's the words that you say. When you say things, it will, you will become like that. Visualization is another one, but the way you say things. So when I wake up every day, I'm like, whoo, you know, I am excited. I'm going to destroy my day. And I, I, I'm literally every day. I'm excited because I know that I'm going to have fun with my team. We make some few jokes here and there. We, you know, we know that you know, we're going to make more money than you know before because we have this winning attitude. And, and hey, if losses happen, guess what? We're cool. Losses are part of the game. You know? We just need to learn how to manage those losses, just minimize those losses, and maximize those profits. It's all about learning new things every day. And so I'm always excited about that because I don't know what my day is going to look like. But I know it's going to be a great day because I told myself it's a great day. So, I
1: love it man I'm, I'm very much the same way like every day I get up and I'm like, I'm excited to have a wonderful wonderful day because I just know like it's it's all about like the way you frame your day and the way you come yeah. into it that's the way you're gonna go out of it. So and I can already
0: sell you, you you know you're gonna become you know you're gonna have huge success with your podcast because you started this like you said what a year now and you had all these hundred people already hundreds of people already. so I mean you're hustling and that's what it is. you need to just keep going get that intensity, that fire whatever you if you're intense right now or you get that grit, keep going don't ever let that sleep don't ever you know take all the negative crap that slows you down like video games or you know netflix i'm not saying don't ever look at those things right that's fine those are things i think we should learn how to enjoy from time to time but if you're so focused like an arrow right then you're probably not going to have time for those you really aren't yeah right so just keep that in mind you know
1: Exactly. And like, it doesn't have to be deprivation. Like I, I don't, I don't watch Netflix. Like I don't play video games, but like, that's not because I am depriving myself of those things. It's because like, now it's not a priority for me. It's not something that I get as much enjoyment out of as, as creating content, as like providing value to people as like creating things that other people can benefit from. Like, that is where I get my fulfillment, and my enjoyment. It's not out of like keeping up with game of Thrones or like keeping up with the Kardashians. Like that's just not where I get fulfilled and that's not to say that like you need to stop doing that like if that's where you get fulfillment from and like that's providing value to you like then go for it but just like know that your your actions need to map with your goals or else you're never going to get there so like everyone everyone's on their own path is 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 the gist of what i'm trying to say <laughs>
0: yeah no i think everyone that's listening here they're they're going to be here for a reason they're they're going to listen to this podcast because they, they they're interested they're, they want to change right it's not for the mediocres. They're like, oh, you know, I'm just going to play, you know, Destiny with my friends, you know, tomorrow and the next day after and every single day. And not. it's the people that want self-improve. Listen, once you get a taste of that improvement in your life, you got to want more, man. It's just it's just a fact. You know, people that are, you know, I think really they, they just don't really care for self-improvement are just going to be at stuck at home watching Netflix
1: all day long. 100%. 100%. Now, David, is there any content that you are consuming right now? Whether that's podcasts, audiobooks, books, you're reading, YouTube channels you're subscribed to, um, is there any content you're you're taking in right now that you think would be beneficial for our listeners? Yeah, I mean,
0: I mean, one of my favorite, you know, guys for me. Again, everyone has their own characteristics that matches to you, but for me, um, it's been for a longest time, um, Patrick that David.
1: Oh, he's coming on the show actually in a little bit here.
0: Really? Yeah. yeah. Progress, that's, that's big. Um, you know, he's a owner of volleyball attainment at my lit and yep. uh, my Milet. yeah. big guy for me that um, just helps me get fired up every day. But here's one thing I do want to say, like, you know, keep feeding yourself good things, but don't rely on it. Don't rely on these motivational videos. You know, they're, they're great. They, they will keep you, but don't like rely on, it. I, I need to hear this video because I'm being lazy because listen, if you're relying on it, that just means that you're you're you don't you you do not you do not want it that badly at this point. You're just kinda like, oh, I just need someone to keep keep pushing me, you know. Like you need you yourself have to be in the in inner side, you know, inner you gotta have this fire, like, man, like I just wanna like I want this so badly. And if you're not if you're not feeling that yet, then you know, I mean, you know, I think you just need to keep keep get to that point where you if you really feel it. Those are the guys, in my opinion, as long as she can hold that feeling, that intensity are the guys that are going to blow up and whatever it
1: is. That's the truth. Now, David, one thing that I'm always very curious about with the guests on this show as well is things they do that That aren't scalable and and to really uh, give you some context of what I'm talking about here um, One one example of of something that I would classify that I do is every single day I'll go on Instagram I'll look at my new followers in the last 24 hours and I'll pick like five to maybe ten people randomly to send them a quick video DM and I'll just be like, hey, David, how's it going? Thank you so much for the follow. I really appreciate it let me know if there's any way that I can add value to anything that you're doing. Or if you have any questions for me, have a wonderful day. Something super simple like that. Um, but it's not something that I like bring one of my VAs on to do um, all day. I don't send that to everyone. I just want to like start a one-on-one conversation with someone through that, um, maybe brighten up their day. So is there anything for you that has that personal like David Kang touch to it um, or things that you choose not to scale in your business?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, I'm all about, man, I, I love people. You know, I used mm. to. There's a lot of people that don't like people, right? They' your yeah. like, ah, co-workers, but I don't know I mean, you know, I think when you start just socializing more with people, you just are becoming it you know really like that. So for me, like when I have Instagram, when I'm on Instagram, I'm thinking I get DMs like, hey, they have a question I'm always willing to answer all of their questions first of all. even on emails, my direct, you know discord, like, think about it, like yes, the guys that have over a million followers and stuff—it's going to be um, pretty much impossible to reply to everyone, right? They're gonna right. have, you know, uh, managers. who are just replying this same crap, you know, like, hey, thank you, hey, thank you, hey, thank you, right? <laughs> uh, but I really want to be—I re- want to get to know everybody. Yes. Right? So what I've been doing was basically I, I just host, you know, at, at my place here, like, you know, come on the night. If like, you live in Houston, at least, right? You know, I host it like almost every weekend. Come by the pool. I got food and drinks. If you guys want to network, just come and chill. I'm I'm very open. You know, I mean, I'm not like, oh, you know, you can only come if you made it this level. I'm very open. I want to get to know you. I want to hear your journey. I even like, you know, give free calls. Like, hey, if you guys want to get on a call with me, come talk to me. And if you have any questions about trading, come talk to me. Yes, there are days where I'm really too busy to not do it. But anytime I have some some time, I really care for people. I want to see them succeed. You know, and that's what I believe. You know, ever since I started this trading service. All I, my whole mentality was, man, I just want to see you guys, I put the people first. I want to see you guys succeed. And next thing you know, when they succeed, I didn't even realize my thing was going to get bigger and bigger. They just started, you know, telling other people all through word of mouth. So I think that's what business should be. If you are starting any kind of business, stop thinking about, man, I need to start making $10,000 a a month or $50,000 a month. No, think about how can you provide volume? to the people just like you know Apple is providing volume to the listeners you right, because you want to get all these people that are good at their 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 industry or their niche and share that you know provide and share the and that's what I want to do you know mm-hmm. I don't care if you pay me 80 bucks or 100 bucks or 50 bucks to join my training team. I really don't care you know I, I you know I know, I know how to make money on the stock market by my own what I want to do is I have a really passion to see these people succeed because it feels so good Cause I've seen over time and time where I'm seeing constant results. Like the other day I had a 65 year old woman that's working at Walmart and she just told me saying that, Hey, I'm about to you know, quit finally because now I'm about to make money more than I'm making a weekly at Walmart. And I'm just like, man, that just, I just want to keep more helping more people. I know there are people that are, you know, struggling. I want to just, just reach out. I'm, 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 I'm open.
1: You know what I mean? mm. I love it so much, man. And you're just so genuine. Like that's the same mission that I'm on. It's just like helping people out and and really having that impact. And I see so many people on social media, literally just to boost their ego. And, and that's just like, not where I'm at at all. It's like, it's a tool to help people. And, and I can tell you're, you're very much on the same wavelength with that. Thank
0: you, man. I mean, I'm just glad that we, we got to interact, you know, and this is destiny right here. You know I mean? This happened for a reason. I know we got on this, I, I, you know, I didn't even know you. And then you just, we just kind of, you know, follow each other. I think I found you through uh, Alex Miller, actually. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: And um, Alex and I, you know, we're, we're friends. And so, you know, I just found your profile. And I guess you kind of found me and then decided to, you know, just connect. And then here we are.
1: Exactly man, exactly. It's funny how those things work out. Um but David, where can our listeners go? Cuz I mean, dude, you've been dropping so much value in this podcast when it comes to trading, when it comes to mindset on just so many different fronts. So where can our listeners go if they want to follow up with you, um learn more about you, or potentially learn more about trading? Uh, what are the best places for our listeners to hit you up at?
0: Um uh, I mean, the best place is Instagram right now. You know, I don't really have a whole lot of platform. That's probably my only thing, but I mean, Instagram's the biggest way I say, you know, follow my Instagram, uh, it's XTRA, like extra without the E, investor. So X-T-R-A-I-N-V-E-S-T-O-R. Um, and that's when you can DM me, you can see all my stories. Um, pretty much, I sometimes, every day, I actually give free alerts, basically, hey, check it out. But we're about to buy it here. And then next thing you know, the next story shows how, you know, this price went up. And then that's how I've been just getting uh, people to join. I'm not doing any, you know, actually right now, I'm not even doing any ads or anything. I'm not doing it. I'm wow. just, I just, just been scaling through through word of mouth, so I don't I don't need to go my way to, you know, hey guys, so this is David King here. I'm a millionaire trader. I wanna show you guys what it takes to become a millionaire. And i I'm, I'm not doing that right now. And maybe, you know, adds if, if if later in the in the days, so you know, maybe, but right now I'm I'm perfectly fine where where I'm at. You
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, man, I just want to, again, thank you so much for your time. I really do appreciate it. Um, I appreciate you choosing to spend it here on Young, Smart Money. Do you have any last closing thoughts or words of wisdom, David, that you want to share with our listeners today to to close out the show with?
0: Yeah. I mean, all I got to say is, you know, hard work is what it takes to achieve the next level. So hard work is a step one. So don't think hard work is everything. Hard work is step one, and then be consistent with it and then build your discipline and you're going to start seeing success guys. So I I just wish you guys all the best and reach out to me if you guys have any questions. Much love.
1: That's the truth. I'll be sure to link up your uh, Instagram in the show notes for this episode as well. David, I mean, man, thank you again so much for your time. I, I really do appreciate it.
0: Yeah, man. Thank you so much, Apple.
1: Appreciate you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Young Smart Money. If you want to support the show, you can do so in three different ways. You can subscribe, you can leave me five, and you can share this episode with a friend. To subscribe, all you got to do is click the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts to leave me five. All you got to do is scroll all the way down to the bottom of the podcast page for Young Smart Money and click on the write a review button. And to share with a friend, all you got to do is screenshot yourself listening to this episode, post on your Instagram story, tag me, and I'll be sure to repost it in my Instagram story as well. I love giving you guys some attention who are listening to the show. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next one.